got your Bible open on Matthew, the 13th chapter. I'm just going to read one verse, and then I'm going to uh, preach for just a little while. See if the Lord will help me one more time. Amen. Praise God. Matthew 13 and 44, the Bible says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasure. Everybody say treasure. That is hid in a field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he hath and buyeth that field. Amen. The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that's hidden. Amen. And I want to preach a little while from this title. Hidden things. Amen. Hidden things. Amen. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord one more time. Your voices to the Lord. Let's ask God. Amen. To speak to us in this house today. Oh, yes, Lord. We love you. We praise you, God. Come on. We need an anointing of God to fall right now in this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, why don't you just cry out, speak to me, Lord. Help me today, God. Strengthen me today. Come on, does anybody want to find some hidden things? Uh, do you think there's more in God than what you got right now? You think you could go to a new level today? Hallelujah. Is there any hungry people in the house? Is anybody thirsty for more of Him? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. One more time, put your hands together for the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Everybody say hidden things. Amen. That's what I want to preach about today is some hidden things. Amen. In ancient times, uh, men would... A lot of time would take treasure, their uh, life savings, and they would hide them on their property. And during the Bible days, there was no banks, there was no institutions where you could uh, put your money and it would be safe. And during these times, there was so much conflict and one government taking over another government and so many changes and kings and countries changing all the time. And so the greatest threat to someone's treasure was actually uh, an overtaking government or, or some change. And a lot of times that the, the people that would come in, the new kings and new governments would just take the money from everyone else. And so men began to get the ideal, I'm just going to take my treasure and I'm going to hide it on my property somewhere. And so there was uh, treasures that were hidden everywhere. And sometimes these men that had taken treasure and had hidden them, and uh, sometimes these men would die unexpectedly of diseases, and sometimes they would, uh, they would go to war and be killed and and what would happen is you would end up with a treasure that nobody knew exactly where it was. And so if you happened to come up on a treasure, you were digging, you were looking, and you found a treasure, 
according to the law, if you just took that treasure without being the owner of that field, then you were a thief. And so if somebody felt like there was a treasure, what they would do is they would do whatever it took to get the place. And, and if you became the owner and your name was put on the deed, then you became the owner of any treasure that may be found on that property. And so Jesus begins to tell us a parable about what the kingdom of heaven is like. Everybody say what it's like. Amen. I love to study the Bible because you realize how uh, our, our minds cannot even conceive what heaven is going to be like or what the kingdom of heaven is like. And so Jesus spends a lot of time just talking to people and telling them, this is what it is going to be like. Amen. I, I love it when he says that because then you can read the story and you can begin to liken it unto what it will be like and what your life living for God is going to be like. Amen. And the Bible tells us that uh, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure. Everybody say it's a treasure. It's a treasure that is hid in a field. Amen. I'm thankful today that I woke up and I have an understanding this morning that what I have in my soul right now is an absolute treasure. And I'm going to preach to the church today when we're living in a world where people don't value things right like they ought to. But I'm going to tell you, if you walked into this house today and lifted up your hands and felt the power of God, you have got a hold of a treasure. Come on, help me preach right now. Come on, I'm thankful today. Uh, that when I walked in and I walked over to the fellowship hall and I had a prayer meeting next, next door this morning, that it wasn't very long till I began to feel the power of God come up on my spirit. Oh, help me. You know what? You can have this whole world. Just give me a little more Jesus. Because if I got Jesus, I've got everything I need. Come on, church. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Man, if you don't see it as a treasure, if you don't see the value of the kingdom of heaven, it'll be hard for you to pay the price to get it. A lot of people walk in and they touch it and they feel it and they may even experience it. But it's something completely different to pick it up and say, this is going to be what I am. This is going to be my defining characteristic. I'm going to be a child of the king. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank the Lord. This is a treasure. The anointing of God is a treasure. Acts 2.38 is a treasure. John 3 and 5 is a treasure. Except the man is born of the water and of the spirit. He cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Let me tell you, we are loaded up today with great treasure. The word of God is a treasure.
would we be today without the word? I'll tell you where we'd be. We'd be lost. We'd be a mess without the word of God. Praise God. I, I grew up in church and I didn't really like it. Because it always went against everything I thought. Everything I wanted to do, it went against what I wanted to do. Amen. I thought, my goodness. Help me, Lord. You couldn't listen to Zoo 98. Y'all don't even know what that is. It's the law. Back in the day, it's just them rock and roll channel. I thought, you can't even listen to that. Amen. I thank God I had a mom and a dad that would sneak into my room. Praise God. Put the radio in the window and try to and try to get my bad music going. It's like my mom couldn't hear nothing else except that music. Praise God. Praise God. Mom, can I you got some money I need to go out and she wouldn't hear me. Mom, do this. She couldn't hear me. I'd turn on some Something music. It was like a radar. He's God, I didn't realize. He meant that that word that was in her heart was a treasure. It was protecting that household. My Lord, don't let kids tell you what you're going to do in the house. I said, don't let the kids tell you what you're going to do in the house. Don't let them tell you what they're going to do in the house. Hey, you'll mess up your treasures, what you'll do. Uh, but you need to be like Joshua and say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Uh, come on, help me right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thankful today to be raised in an apostolic home. Have a mama that prayed. Had a mama that got drunk in the spirit. You know what it did for me? It always, it always let me know that there was more than, than what I, I had. She'd get lost in the spirit. I'd come home from school. She'd be leaning on the bed praying and her head bobbing. Well, I knew her. I knew how she acted. I, I grew up there. But when she started talking to God, something happened. When she got in church and the Spirit come up on her, something happened. And I always knew as a little boy, whatever she's got is something real. Because it takes her from being, you know, just a grouchy mama. <laughs> Clean your room. I'm going to get a... Switch and wear you out. Go get me a switch and all the things you got to do in life. And all of a sudden the Holy Ghost would come up on her. And she became something else. You know what it was? It was a treasure. I grew up in the treasure house. I grew up around the treasure Hey, I may be preaching to some prodigals right now. I may be preaching to some people. You ought to be getting a hold of the treasure right now. I'm going to tell you, you better get a hold of it before it's too late. You better get your eyes off the world and get your eyes on the treasure.
Amen. This treasure is the most important thing in your life. I'm going uphill today. The most important thing that will happen in your life will be the day you get a hold of this treasure. Man, it's amazing. We raise kids and and try to pump into them all this stuff. Make sure you get an education. Make sure you get a good job. And make sure you get this house and get this car and get this stuff. Let me tell you all that stuff. All, all that stuff means nothing if you ain't got the treasure. You know, I, I, I always go back and I, I can't help but think of it that God set up the tabernacle. And he put all the tribes all the way around the tabernacle. And the door of their, their, their tents were always facing the tabernacle. Whose idea was that? Was that Moses' idea? That wasn't Moses' idea. It was God's idea. Why would the door of your tent need to face the temple? Because God said every day when you wake up, first thing I want you to do is Walk out, and I want you to see that pillar of cloud. I want you to realize you may have to go to work and cut weed all day or plant weed or whatever they did and shepherd and do all these things. And I know we have life and things we got to do, but God said every day when you walk out of your tent, I want you to be reminded the most important thing in your life is that tabernacle right there. You know what I say? Get the treasure and treat it like a treasure. I said get it and then treat it like a treasure. Build your life around the treasure. Build your career around the treasure. Build your day around the treasure. Uh, raise your children around the, the treasure. People say, well, I, I just love the Lord. I, he means everything to me. And then you don't see him for six months. I'm thinking that, you know, that's lip service. When you got a treasure, you keep it. Well, when you get something valuable, you protect it. Well, there's no need in having a gun safe if you ain't got no guns. No need in having a safe if you ain't got any gold. But when you get something valuable, you're going to do everything you can do, Brother Adams. To protect him. Praise God. You know what? You, you need to build your social media feed based upon the treasure. When you see things that start messing with your treasure, when you're following people that begin to mess with your treasure, 
they begin to take the shine off of your treasure. It's time to hit the unfollower block or what, what are you doing? I've got a treasure. My life revolves around the treasure. Well, praise God. Clap your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Thank the Lord. But it's not just any treasure. The Bible said it's a hidden treasure. Everybody say it's hidden. You don't accidentally find hidden things. Praise the Lord. You don't just stumble upon hidden things. If you find this, it's going to be because you were digging for it. Let me tell you, if you're here and you're, you're <laughs> we always got new people coming and, and we're, you know, sort of high octane, a little excited about the treasure. Amen. You ever see anybody go like this? We're buffing it. We're shining a treasure. But anyway, people get people get concerned sometimes. Is and I just want to tell you, you don't have to worry about the Holy Ghost jumping on you. It ain't it ain't nothing to be scared of. It's hidden. Matter of fact. You can sit right in the middle. You can sit right in the middle of people that have the treasure. And you, and you could never see it, feel it, experience it, get it. Walk out thinking they're just crazy. And some people do that. But some people are hungry for it. When someone is hungry... They're going to find the hidden stuff. Amen. Praise God. Pulled up at the campground the other day and all of our Easter Sunday plates were scattered all down the road. All your cups were scattered down the road. Amen. There was pieces of baked beans everywhere. And I started chasing three dogs off. Three little puppies. And I was hollering at them. <laughs> and I thought, you aggravating. I thought, where's all the people? When we need the people, here I am. So I got a rake and the tractor and just started scraping up baked beans. You know, what the, you know what the deal was? There was something that was hungry. You, 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 it don't matter what you do. When something is hungry and it gets a scent of something to eat, when someone is thirsty and they get a scent of water, it don't matter if the tree's been cut down. The Bible said just the scent of water. You know what that old dead stump was looking for? If I can just get a little humidity in my lungs. If I can just get a little. 
Bible said just at the scent of water, a bud's going to start coming forth. Uh, what are you talking about? When there is a thirst for the things of God, uh, it's going to happen. When there is a hunger uh, for the things of God, it's going to happen. Amen. Hey, Sometimes people get worried. Well, I'm, I'm afraid... I'm afraid to pray. I'm afraid somebody's going to grab me or something. Amen. We're using wisdom. We try not to grab people. Amen. Amen. But if you're praying and you're, you're breaking through, we're going to help you. Amen. Don't, don't worry about somebody praying for you. Well, praise God. Amen. In the church, obviously, we need to use wisdom. And someone's got like the deer in the headlight looks, you just shake their hand. <laughs> How you doing? We're glad to have you here. If they got tears coming down their face and they're trying to get a breakthrough, help them get a breakthrough. <laughs> Amen. Have you ever noticed how I pray for some people and I don't pray for other people? Don't think the ones that I didn't pray for, I missed them. Because I see everybody. What are you looking for? I'm looking for somebody hungry. I'm looking for somebody receptive to the things of God. Amen. Well, boy, I'm so far off track. You ever tried to feed a little child something they didn't want to eat? What happens? You spend more time cleaning messes up. Praise God. They didn't eat none of it anyway. They didn't want it. They spit it out. Guess what? When you grab somebody that don't want to be grabbed, you don't have to clean it up. You just go and eat your Sunday dinner and take your nap. It's my phone that's ringing. I'm the one that's got to put the gloves on, rubber boots, and go start cleaning up the mess. I'm the one to have to say, don't worry about them. They're just, they're just full of zeal and just lacking a few other things. Well, help me preach, God. My Lord. I, I may have forgot how to do this. I don't know. Hey, the one that wins souls is wise. Sometimes they need Palm Sunday. Sometimes they just need a hug. Sometimes they just need a smile. Sometimes they just need to be told it's going to be all right. Sometimes you just need to tell them you're going over. You're not going under. You're above and not beneath. Somebody said, well, I, well I, I don't want to be out of line. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Let me tell you how you, you don't get out of line. If you don't know, you, you just speak the word of God. You can't go wrong just speaking the word of God. Amen. The Lord is your shepherd. Hallelujah. I will look unto the hills 
from whence cometh my help. My help, your help cometh from the Lord. Oh, come on, I feel like preaching this church right now. Hey man, I want revival. I want everybody to get this treasure. Hallelujah. Amen. You're not accidentally going to get it though. I said you're not accidentally going to get it. It shocks me sometimes to hear about how people end up here. I had my first anniversary service, our jubilee service in the basement. Well, the Alviar, he, he was going wild. Man, don't, we had 160 people in that basement, so don't tell me we're crowded. <laughs> he said, there's going to be angels standing in the road telling people how to get to this congregation. And I love to listen to people like the Sutters tell me, we were just driving down the road and something kept saying, you ought to go over there. Something started telling me, I ought to turn over there. Oh, it ain't something, I know what it is. It's prophecy being fulfilled. The angel, the Lord, is leading the hungry. Amen. Praise God. Amen, sister. Sister Waller, ain't God good to us? Amen. She said, I was going to a church. She said, but the Lord just kept impressing upon me. You need to find a Pentecostal church. The Lord kept saying, you need to find a Pentecostal church. I started looking for a Pentecostal church, and I found this church. Guess what else? She found the power to... Praise God. Ain't God good? And the other night, she said, I, I was, the other night I was just going to come in. I was just going to sit down and worship Jesus and keep it together. <laughs> yeah. She ended up in the floor. I wonder how, how did I end up in the floor? I'm telling you, you got your arms around a treasure. When you get a treasure, it'll change the way you think. It'll change the way you act. I'm telling you, this Holy Ghost is so real. But it's hidden. It's hidden. You're going to have to be digging for it to find this treasure. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Don't ever give up. I feel, I, I feel like telling somebody this. I, I know great people. I was listening to Brother Aaron's testimony the other day. He said, I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And I couldn't get it. it took me months and months and months and months of going to the altar. And then I got it. 
You think he got the real one? Uh, don't, I don't want a fake Holy Ghost. <laughs> he said, I think it was you told me they prayed one time. They said, you got it. And you said, no, I didn't get it. Was that you told me that? Yeah, I didn't. Even, no, I didn't. They were telling him, no, you got it. No, I didn't. I'm just like I was yesterday. He said, I didn't get it. But later on, he did get it. Because when you get this, you'll take the beer bottles and throw them out of the fridge. You'll take the Copenhagen and you'll throw it in the trash can. You'll take the Netflix and throw it in the dumpster when you get the real Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, the real Holy Ghost is a treasure. It always bothered me, though, this scripture. Why, why, why is it hidden? Have you ever thought about if, if he was want to save the whole world, if it's not his will that any should perish, but all that would come to repentance, why would he hide the treasure? It seemed like he'd just cut pieces of it off and throw it in everybody's house. If I, if I could do it, that's how I would do it. But this question was asked one time at the end of the parable of the sower and the seed. The disciples asked this question. This is in Matthew 13 and 10. I'm going to read all this. Why, this is the disciples speaking to Jesus. Why speakest thou unto them in parables? They were saying, why are you confusing these people? <laughs> That's a pretty good question. If I was there, I'd have probably asked the same question. I just grew up. I grew up in family. We're just just say what you mean. Get over it. We'll hug later. But you just say it. But he was speaking like in parables. So the disciples asked, "Why are you talking to them in parables?" And Jesus answered, and "Said unto them, because it is given unto you." to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. For whosoever hath, to him shall be given, and he shall have more abundance. But whosoever hath not, from him shall be taken away, even that he hath. Therefore speak I to them in parables. Listen to why. Because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, and shall not understand. And seeing ye shall see, and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed. They close their own eyes. Lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. But blessed are your eyes for they see and your ears for they hear. They wanted to know why are you speaking to these people 
in parables. What they were saying is, why are you hiding the treasure? That's a pretty good question right there. Why are you hiding the treasure? Amen. Do you think Jesus loved one group of people more than the other group of people? Why would he tell one group and explain it to them and confuse the other ones? Well, it can't be that he loves one and hates the other because the Bible said he is no respecter of persons. Praise God. So why? Well, Jesus said it's because their heart is waxed gross or it has become Calloused. Praise God. Everybody say calloused. The Bible says that Jesus explaining why he speaks, he's, he's speaking in parables to this group of people is because their heart is calloused. And they have ears, but they are stubborn and they're stopped up. And he said they have closed their eyes so that they don't see it. Well, praise God. I come to preach to the church today. Amen. There's a reason why God hides things. There is a reason why you got to dig to get the Holy Ghost. There's a reason you got to search to find out where his riches really are. And the reason is, uh, is God don't want anybody to get it that don't want it. He's not wanting anybody to get the Holy Ghost that ain't wanting it. Well, there's, there is a plan you have to go by. To get something from God. You got to see the treasure. And then you got to make up your mind. Am I willing to go sell out my whole life? You've seen the people that walk in. They're crying. They're crying because they got caught. And they're going to see the judge tomorrow. And they run in and they cry and they may even speak in tongues and you never see them again. Well, praise God. You know what that is? That's somebody that walked into the field, saw the treasure, put their hand on it, but didn't want to buy it. Praise God. You know what the church is going to be full of? People that made up their mind one day. See, you can't come in and touch it and not buy it. You can either have it and purchase it or you ain't going to have it when you leave. Say, what happened to that person? Man, they were just, the Holy Ghost was all over them. 
I'll tell you what happened. They made up their mind right then. I'm, I'm going to go back to the drug house tonight and go back to the old relationships tonight. Well, praise God. Why do some people get it and they stick and they never leave? Because they picked up the treasure. They got to looking at it. Got to comprehending the value of it. And they understood I can either have this or I can have that. Hey, hey Moses had to make up his mind. There was a day the Bible said he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. Well, this is a slow plow this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I, 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 I got a burden from the Lord right now. You, you know what my burden is? This is what... I've been preaching for 45 minutes to tell you one thing. And it's this. There's some people that ain't ever going to see what it takes to be saved. Because they ain't going to buy it. Well, hallelujah. Let me just get out here. I want to show you how full of faith I am. I'm separating from my bodyguard. <laughs> so... That's how much Holy Ghost I feel right now. There's some people, they'll never see holiness. Why? Because it's hidden from them. Because God knows. If they saw it, they would never sail the field to get it. There's some people that'll never see Acts 2.38. Have you ever wondered how theologians could read the whole Bible? They, they could quote scriptures. And they, they know it from front to back. If you start a scripture, they can finish it for you. They're, they know it as good as prisoners. Have you ever noticed how they never saw Acts 2.38? They've seen it with their eyes. They've heard it with their ears, but it never came to reality. Praise God. They don't see it. This is my what keeps me awake at night. God, don't hide anything from me. God, if there's something in my heart. Hey, I'm telling you, God won't beat people up to make them live for him. He won't pin you down and make you put on sleeves. And... He won't hold his hand on you and pull all your jewelry off of you. He's going to say, I'm going to show you the word. I'm going to let it come in your ears. You're going to hear it preached. I'm going to show you the scripture. And you either buy it or you ain't going to get it. Come on, church, help me pray right now. Intelligent people 
people that know the Bible many times more better than what I do. And they can't see it. How could that happen? Because it's like a parable to them. God is confounding them. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. I've read the Bible. I've preached. You shall know my disciples by their love. One unto another. You know what that means? Do you know what that, that means? You have to love everybody around you. And they're... Well, y'all could probably preach the rest of it for me if you wanted to. And there's some people that just can't see it. Well, praise God. I'm in a rut now. Praise God. The Bible said, forsake not the assembling together of yourself. Even the more so as you see the day approaching. Praise God. I've read it. Thousand times, preached a thousand times. How could one person build their life around assembling and another just nothing? Oh, yesterday was Sunday. How could that happen? I'll tell you how it could happen. God could blind the eye. Because somebody's going to love it. Somebody's going to get a hold of it. God knows the heart of a man. It's amazing. They read a scripture today. It said, pray without ceasing. How many scriptures have you read in the Bible? How many times have you read the Bible where it said, pray, 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 pray. Daily. I die daily. Get your daily bread. Over and over. We've read it. We've heard it preached. Which means your eyes have seen it. Your ears have heard it. And guess what? A lot of people have got a hold of the treasure. You walk in there every day and there's names scrolling, people that's coming and praying. There's people at home praying. People, a lot of people have got to hold, but then there's people that if you're not there with them, holding their hand and praying, it's like they don't see. God, this terrifies me. God, is there anything hidden from me right now? God, God knows my spirit. Well, it sure is quiet in the house today. Where's Brother Bass at? Is he here? Go ahead and finish this up for me real fast. God, please don't hide stuff from me. Give me a chance to work on my spirit. If if it's part of my sacrifice that ain't right, God, don't, don't let me be oblivious to it. If there's something that's going to trip me up, God, don't let me. God, I'm digging today. 
You know what you need to do? You need to get your shovel out. Every day of your life, you, you, you've got to. I confess, I, most of the, my time in prayer, half of it at least is praying for me. I know y'all think I spend all day long praying for y'all. Maybe I should do it more. I am praying for everybody in this building. But guess who else I'm praying for? God, I'm digging. I'm digging. I come yesterday morning for a few hours. I was digging. God, God, don't let me miss out on anything. I was digging last night. I come back to this church. The Holy Ghost was. I'm telling you, if you've never showed up at this church on a Saturday night around 7 or 8 o'clock, you're, you're missing out on a great prayer meeting. It's not, there ain't a text and there's nothing official. Just people show up. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost was in this building last night, and I was, I was praying, God, if there's anything. God, search my heart. God, don't let me walk into hell blindly, because you knew if you brought it to my attention, I wouldn't do it anyway. There's people that... This breaks my heart. There's people that I've sat them down and showed them Jesus' name, baptism in the Bible. I'm telling you everywhere in the Bible where anybody was baptized after the church began, they were all baptized in the name of Jesus. I showed them every, every instance. I showed them. They read it with their own eyes. I preached it. I tried all I could to convince them. Never saw it. Never saw it. Why, why, why couldn't you see it? Because the Lord knew you wouldn't do it anyway. You know what? This is a burden of my heart, God. Open up my eyes. <laughs> why don't you help me pray right now, church? I'm telling you, there's things that need to change. There's attitudes that need to change right now. There's wardrobes that need to change. There's attitudes, there's spirits, there's habits. Come on, help me pray, church. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, prayer warriors, please help me pray. Come on, I feel like some blinded eyes are about to be opened right now. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, stand together with me. Take your neighbor by the hand. Let's have a prayer meeting right now. In the name of Jesus. God, I don't want to be a statistic. I want to be a disciple. I want to be a disciple. <laughs> Speak to my heart. Show me, God.
Come on, church, these altars are open. I wish everybody. Come on, there needs to be a great awakening. Come on, there's got to be a great awakening before the Lord comes. Or he calls us all. Oh, 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 let God clear up the confusion today. All it takes is a willing, submitted heart. Come on, rebellion ain't going to work. Come on, he'll just let you die blind. Oh, don't say I don't think it takes all that. Say, God, open my eyes. Open my understanding. Oh, I got to be saved, Lord. My family's got to be saved, Lord. Come on, let's pray until the Holy Ghost falls upon everybody. Come on, pray until the Holy Ghost begins to pray through you. Come on, don't fall into deception. Don't allow yourself to be deceived. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Come on, let them surrender. Surrender your heart.